When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am going to be releasing some recordings about what goes on behind the scenes at Fox because it applies to you, the viewers. I found a nonprofit oh. journalism group called Project Veritas. It's going to help put that out tomorrow. Oh, man, that's awesome. That is so... Where are you going to work tomorrow? That's the only question, but that is so awesome. 507-550-KTSA-FM-1071, the Treyware page, KTSA.com. It is the 15th of June, June 15th, uh, 2021. And what you we were just listening to is a Fox News reporter, not here, uh, in a different market. And they threw to her, she was going to do the story on how hot it was and what people were doing to, you know, cope with the heat. How do I deal with this? What do I do? And instead of going right into the story about the heat, she, you heard it. She says she's got a bunch of info on how she's being censored and muzzled and quieted and all of those things. And she is going to um, turn that over to Project Veritas. And Veritas said, yes, that is absolutely true. We are going to publish her stuff. It's supposed to be coming out today. So be waiting with uh, bated breath. I know in the past they put it, their stuff out around 9 o'clock our time. So we'll see whatever she says that they are covering up and uh, whatever. Uh, okay, so we got to talk about ERCOT today because if you've been listening to me for any length of time, for at least a dozen years, I've been warning and talking about how they're going to be turning the power out with ro- uh, rolling brownouts is what they call it because they've bought off on this whole woke thing, this whole green thing, like what they do out in California. And they've been doing this in California for years and we're so enamored with becoming California here. So now what we got to do is we got to start turning the power off. And so yesterday, one of the things they did was they uh, sent out a notice and they said, well, actually we have about 11,000 watts, megawatts of generation that is uh, offline for repairs and we're going to be conducting a thorough analysis with generation owners to determine why so many units are out of service yeah okay so why are so many units out of service what's up with that how come so many units are out of service i'll tell you why so many units are out of service if you really want to know the truth uh, so many units are out of service because they're all green peoples now man they're relying too much on green units this is what happened to us in february and why we froze to death in february i mean literally people froze to death in february and that's why and they're doing it again and they're going to start turning your power up i I really you know i I had said they were going to do it this summer i had been predicting that it was going to happen this summer and uh then i said you know what probably not because it's too close to february they're gonna the, the, this this time they'll let it go next summer's when you know what i think i was wrong and right at the same time i think i was right the first time and wrong the second time i think they are going to start hitting you hitting me hitting us all with rolling brownouts i hope you're ready i hope you're prepared you know 15 20 minutes in the sweltering heat of yesterday will get your get your day started right won't it so i think that's where we're probably headed with all of this i think click in the afternoon click in the afternoon and it's all guys <laughs> it's all because they went green and did not have a plan they decided that we're going and i'm not opposed to windmills and i well i sort of am but 
It's uh, solar power I'm not opposed to. But the problem is they don't have any storage capacity. They have no place to put it once they generate it. And everybody knows you can spend $50,000 on your home right now for um, solar power. But if you do not have a place to store it, to use it later, you are dumb. And that's exactly what they did here. And so that's what bit us in, in, in February. And it's about to bite us again here probably about August or so. Maybe even sooner than that because it got hotter sooner than I thought it was going to be. Okay, I, I know I'm supposed to be uh, all up, uh, you know, my hair's on fire about Boatgate and this whole thing with the sheriff and Trish DeBerry and a $32,000 boat and a coffee company that, from all indications, as far as I'm concerned, everything that everybody ever tells me about Black Rifle Coffee, it's some of the best coffee and some of the best people on the planet to bag it, and they're good guys. Uh, so exactly what's going on with this letter that Nelson Wolf wrote yesterday to the sheriff telling the sheriff you're not to take 32000 from Black Rifle Coffee Company to buy that boat. Uh, we'll do it, but you got to come over here and explain to us how you're going to make it work. You know, where are you going to store it? What you going to do with it? All of those kind of things. If the sheriff says he needs boat for this, he probably needs boat, right? He probably does. But, and, and what, you know, it's for rescue, right? Uh, I know fire departments have it and all that, but, you know, uh, they, they can use it too, certainly for res- high water rescue. So, in uh, other situations as well, they cover, uh, you know, the lakes, Calaveras Lake, places like that. So they probably need uh, some sort of device. I don't know. I, I'd be interested to hear from Javier on that. But I have a little bit of a different take on all of this because, you know, people really do get stupid on the Internet, and they say stupid things, but that that right there is not enough to blow up a whole thing and cause this whole thing to go crazy because we all see stupid stuff, and people say stupid stuff about me, and they probably say stupid stuff about you at some point. I don't know, but people say stupid stuff when they're anonymous on the Internet, okay? You're 40 foot tall and 150 pounds of solid steel, blah, 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 when you're on the Internet and not facing somebody down. So that's going to happen. So if if that's going to get you and if that's going to upset you, you don't need to be in politics. I have a little bit of a different take, and one that when I talk with Trish DeBerry in one hour, I will talk with her about my take on that. She's going to be here at 620. And I'll explain my take on it uh, because I think this is pure politics. I don't think this has anything to do with a boat. I don't think it has to do with a Black Rifle Coffee Company. I don't think it has anything to do with anything other than politics at the hands of a political boss in san antonio yet another communist defector is warning the united states details about that coming up after traffic and weather together next trey where made clear that uh what uh what 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 did he make clear hello joe over here joe over here the answer is i believe he is in the past essentially acknowledge that he was what, uh, what joe there are certain things that he would do or did do oh my goodness oh man what an embarrassment thank you chris that's great that's chris glasgow over there hey there he is he's waving at you you think they can see you i can't see you how can you see where your hands are and should we be concerned about that because i can't can you see him i'm waving in the microphone oh can you see him at all? Elaine, can you see anybody see him? 
He sits in total, utter darkness in there. You know what it reminds me of? Remember that old game show, Deal or No Deal, with Howie Mandel? I do remember that. the banker would sit up in in this dark room, and you just see the window with a silhouette. That's kind of what it reminds me of. You just hear this voice every now and then. Yes, exactly. It's It's like a disembodied voice. Well, it's like a voice or a fart noise. A fart noise. Yes, all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. Or... And and for you know as many times as you guys don't hear it on the air, we hear it in our headphones because well, that's <laughs> right. That's his yeah. forte. Exactly, yeah. it really is a specialty of his. Right. Uh, so hi, Chris. You doing okay in there? All right. Oh yeah. Okay, good. What about you? You doing all right? Yeah, doing okay. All right. Um, Fiesta. Anybody doing that? Too hot. <laughs> okay, you read my mind, sweetheart. Too darn hot, man. You read my mind. You know, I really wanted to go check it out and, and take part in some of the activities, but it's just too darn hot. You knew where I was going. Yeah. yeah, I spent the weekend. My youngest son moved out into his own apartment over the weekend. Right. And uh, so we were helping him move. And at some point Sunday, I'm like, man, you know, this was easier when I was your Oh, yeah. I don't know what happened. Could do it all day. Yeah. But then, you know, yesterday we just, you know, finished up the last couple things. Yeah. Yeah, it's just too darn hot to do anything. No, that's why you had kids, man, to do stuff like that. Right, and and they turn it around (laughs) on you. I know. know? Isn't that the truth? Right. But they are. They're your social security, and so you're supposed to put them to work. They are your – every time you have another one, that's my social security right there. (laughs) Right. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it really is. Now, not, I'm not slamming Fiesta because I love San Antonio and I love Fiesta. No, it's gonna, it ought to be a lot of fun. Right. But, but for me, personally, it's just too darn No, I, I've yeah. never understood, and it really, I understand why they're doing it this year this way, but I, even to me, March is too hot. You know, March and April. <laughs> I mean, I've never understood why this is not a December Christmas thing. You know, Christmas sure. celebration is called sure. Fiesta, you know. The whole we month do, of December. That's right. Yes, that's what, hey. You know what? Make me king of the world. I'll fix all these problems. But I used to, I used to complain about that when I was driving race cars because inside a race car it's 150 degrees. Right. Try that out for four hours at a time. You know, ain't nothing fun about that. But we we would do it in this time, June, July, and August of every year. And I'm thinking, why aren't we doing this in December? <laughs> <laughs> only make more sense to right? do it then. Right. Thank you. Just you know, so. That's the one thing I've heard about Fiesta this year, though, is the... It's going to be too hot. Yeah, right. people are just concerned about how hot it's yeah. going to be. And, you know, at night, at 10 o'clock at night, people say, well, it cools off. It does. It cools off to 98, so you got a little bit of a break <laughs> right, yeah. at 10 p.m. So. You know, and, and keep in mind that when they tell you to hydrate, Ooh. tequila doesn't help. No, it doesn't. No, no. no. I mean, it's fun. <laughs> you know, but... Yeah, that's right. You won't remember the misery. But... <laughs> <laughs> I was really hot, and then I don't remember anything. And and lots of beer and all that kind of stuff. I, the only way to deal with that is going to be with water. They're not having the parades either, are they? They don't have two of them, right? Yeah, I don't remember which one. Yeah, we'll have to look it up. I don't want to speak. Battle of Flowers is not happening. That's Isn't that right? I don't think they're doing the right. Battle of Flowers. Right. They're not doing that this year. Yeah. And there was one other. Uh, Flambeau? Is the Flambeau called off? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, I know they do, they're still doing the River Parade, well, which, I, is, which is okay. the granddaddy of them. There you go. So the Cavaliers River Parade is on, but the other two apparently are not having we'll, we'll We'll confirm that and look it up. I'm pretty sure that, that that's the case. It starts this coming Thursday in La Vita and the other areas in downtown. So really, I, I guess seriously, you don't need two daddies on the radio to tell you what you do. But uh, or Three daddies. Yes, Chris, sorry. But uh, uh, hydrate, drink a lot of water, 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 water. Every time you get a chance, drink some water. Mm-hmm. Much as you can, because it's going to be a mess. 
really will in more ways than one. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you know, Fiesta. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's 100 degrees, a lot of booze, yeah. a lot of fried food. What could go you know, wrong? What could possibly happen? <laughs> what could go wrong? I can't picture any long-term impact no. on, on your physical well-being. Come on. Again, one of those things when you're 15, 16, 17, 18, sounds oh, like yeah. a really good idea. Right, you can handle it. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, no problem. 40 rolls around. Uh, things begin to change, yeah. and when you hit 51, stuff really changes. <laughs> I was able to drink a lot more beer when I was 16. It's true. <laughs> <I agree. Yeah. laughs> it's true. <laughs> of course, somebody else was paying for it, so it helped. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're going to be doing vaccinations down there, too. Somebody told me they're going to be doing vaccinations at Fiesta, so I don't think you have to be vaccinated to be in there. No. And I don't think they have the mask requirements or any of that kind of thing. It's but. the same deal there as it is everywhere else. If you've got both vaccines, you know, you've a couple of weeks out, then you don't have to wear a mask. Oh, good. But well, everybody's taking them off. You know, California, I'm just, I am blown away that today is the day in California. Um, yeah, that surprised me as well. Newsom's taking them off and getting rid of all the, the distancing, so. Right. Well, you know, he's... There's some political motivation. Yeah, there, he's know. about to get his butt kicked yeah, out of office. Exactly. He's this close <laughs> to being replaced by Jerry Brown again. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for Jerry Brown to announce that he's going to I mean, try, try to run for governor again. Can you imagine... He he's going to be replaced by a guy acting like a girl. That just that's got to that's got to play with your head. <laughs> it's yeah. just got to mess you up. So uh, yeah, he's he's got lots of political motivation for dropping it. Disney's already announced, by the way, because they did this in Florida. Uh, you know, they got rid of their social distancing, and they at Disney World they kept the mask when you're on a ride, mm-hmm. right? But now they got rid of all that, right. and so yeah. they've already announced out in California, you know. And I think the girls are going to go out there in a couple of weeks. Nancy and the grand girls going to go out there in a couple of weeks Excellent. to California and check it out and see what the scoop is. So very nice. You going to take any vacation time this summer? I don't know. I don't yeah. think so. Really? But, um, we'll see how things go. Yeah. And then we'll go. I know there's probably some time in September that I'm taking off. Well, I missed so much. I didn't do any vacation at all last year. None. Yeah. Uh, because I was home, so you know, kind of a vacation anyway. But I, you know, I just didn't do it. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna make up for it this year. So yeah, good for you. In a couple of places and try to avoid the heat. But it looks like everybody's going back. Um, you know, the one I'm waiting for is the airlines to say it's okay to fly without a mask. They still have right. the mask re- requirements in place. Right. Yeah. And uh, of all the places that are super safe, it's the airplanes because that they have the they circulate that air through those HEPA filters. Right. Yeah. And uh, it's the safest place in the world to be. But man, it's crazy up there. Try to go for three or four hours with a mask on your face in right. one of those things. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they're going to be next. I love this story, by the way, of this pilot calling for all strong males to come up here and kick this guy's ass. Have, have you heard this story? Is that the pilot that left the note on the... No. No? Okay. No. Oh, this, this is the guy that uh, with his... Uh, Flight attendant. Yeah, okay. He had a flight attendant who was off duty. Flight attendant. Right. Yeah, the guy. And the off duty flight attendant comes to the front of the airplane and grabs the thing and starts making announcements. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, he, I don't know if he was drunk or not because you can't drink on airplanes right now. There's no alcohol allowed on planes right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but he went up to the front and he st- he's off duty and he's like, hey, you people. <laughs> Starts giving instructions. Right. And uh, the pilot comes on and says, I need all strong males to come up here 
and subdue this guy. Oh, man. Ah, see. See, now I, I just got this picture in my head of you being the first one to jump uh, up. I've been waiting for this for years. That's right. <laughs> you, I've, I I've got some frustrations I need to take out. No. I'm his poor SOB. You know I what? Pile ever, drive him into the baggage compartment. Ever since 9-11. <laughs> ever since 9-11. Right. I sit in the first few rows in the aisle. And I'm giving an eye, man. I'm giving a stink eye to everybody who walks in. Mm-hmm. I got my arms crossed. I'm sitting back, and every I, I don't look down, you know, and ignore everybody. I'm looking at all of them, and they all know. Yeah. I see you. I see you. I see you. And sometimes some of these old boys, I'll turn around and watch them all the way to their seat. I got you. You're in 17B. I got mm-hmm. you. I know where you are. Keep my eye on you. <laughs> Air Marshal Trey. That's right. That's right. And I'm like, how come I never get to exciting flights? All of mine are boring. That's why I sit in the aisle, man. I've been waiting for the captain right. to say, I need somebody up front right now. Hey, I'm okay. I'm there. I'll be there. Give me I've one been second. Waiting for you to ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the other day when the when the woman was beaten on the flight attendant and knocked her tooth out. Oh, I think she would have got about a half slap before I would have been right over on top. You too. I know you. You would have done the same thing. <laughs> Chris would have been in back like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna watch this guy get beat up. <laughs> He'd have his camera out filming it so we could see it later. Have you ever had that happen though? You've been on a flight with somebody gets unruly or. Never had it. No. Never had it happen. No. Now it will. You know. Now that we're we're putting it out in the universe. Right. Yeah. I guess. But uh, the, never had it happen. I've never had that. The only unusual thing that's happened to me on a flight was in Atlanta. We were getting ready to take off, and somebody had some type of medical episode. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not sure what was See going that. on, but the guy just screamed really loud, grabbed his head, and down he went. Oh. And um, they put the call. Are there any medical professionals on the plane? Been on a plane with any any doctors and. And this woman, she was a doctor. This woman gets up and, and she was just a goddess. And I looked at the guy sitting next to me. I'm like, all of a sudden, I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> my heart, yeah. my heart. I'm really sick. All of this. Elizabeth, I'm, like, I'm coming. Elizabeth, yeah. I'm coming. You're right. Right. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. I've never, never been in a situation like that. Yeah, you know, I've seen some weird stuff before, yeah. and I've almost been a little crazy myself because I've had a you know four or five year old kicking me in the back, and yeah, mama, I turn around yeah. and mama and say. If you don't handle his legs, I'm going to. You, know? <laughs> you need to do something about that boy's legs. Right, or spare, I'm going to have to take care of him. A spare shoelace to tie him together. That's exactly yeah. right. Back in a minute. <laughs> Plus Facebook and Twitter. Stay connected. I'm a fan. My name is Rio and she dances on the sand. I am a fan. Can we just do this today? I mean, just sprinkle it in like salt and pepper. All the different. Did you say what, did the story? The story was forty years. Is that the story? Yeah, the first Duran Duran album, forty years ago today. Man, that's one with <laughs> girls on film. Yeah, remember it well. Planet Earth was here. Yeah, God, I can't stuff. believe it's been that long. Yeah, good lord, Isn't that crazy. Um, no, I guess forty. Yeah, so somewhere around there is either yeah. at ninety two nine or here. But anyway, yeah, I remember it very well and. For as them saying that the uh, your news report saying that they didn't you know it wasn't a big the first album wasn't a big hit and it kind of right. dudded not, out not here in the states and in, right in Great Britain it was huge well but, but I mean we did well with it here yeah. we, you know girls on film we right. did very well with that record here 
but it was the second one that came along and at yeah. rio and uh, when the reflex came and reflex was what 83 something like that 84 84 right. so uh yeah all about that time and i love their stuff i can't wait for the new album that's gonna be good should be yeah, yeah. there's the same guys in there I, I think the only i think the guitar player is not the original guitar player right. i think it's only one who's not an original everybody player. else everybody Simon, else been simon's there, there. simon's there but. sweet you know the song that didn't get enough uh airplay and enough attention as far as i'm concerned was undone that was a great piece of oh, work come on yeah yeah mm-hmm. you know that was a i was talking to somebody about that album not long ago with ordinary world and come Undone. yep, yep. wonderful record yeah it was like 92 93 that was about that time yeah. yeah that's it right there, there. great song yeah man i could do that one all night long yeah, good stuff and back get out my way baby mm-hmm. 538 trey Ware, ktsa he's captain don morgan right over there is chris glasgow Elaine Rodriguez and Frank is here on traffic. Um, I want to. Here's another one. I I, I got to dive into this with you guys, and talk a little bit about this uh, latest defector now, who has left North Korea, and North Korea is hell on Earth. Okay, if you look at a satellite picture of North Korea, it's black at night because they don't have any lights. They have no modern life whatsoever. It's hell on Earth, and that's what communism does, right? But a communist dictatorship eventually takes you to because they can't pay the bills. And that's exactly what's happening in, in North Korea. So Yunmi Park is 27, and she was sold into sex slavery and was placed on Kim Jong-un's killing list, and she was able to escape to the United States. She said that she presumed the United States was a free society. And that when she came here, she would be able to say what she wanted to say, when she wanted to say it, where she wanted to say it. In other words, there would be no uh, uh, prohibition on her free expression, right? She said, at an early age in North Korea, children are instructed to equate the term and persona of American with bastard. Nevertheless, she grew to secretly admire the U.S. from afar, from a nation where even hints of Western influence can be met with harsh criminal punishment so in in north korea even if you just think about the west they can shoot you in the head and they've done it she said i fell in love with this country this is such a wonderful country me in the u.s soon after enrolling at columbia university in new york city's morningside heights the reminders of the society that she left started to hit her again here in a country literally she said literally every professor at columbia was saying that the problems of today's world is because of white men and how they colonized Africa and Asia, and that's how they mess up everything, and they are the ones who need to be blamed over and over. It's white men. And she said, I just couldn't believe that. She said, she asked herself, was I sitting in North Korea's classroom or in America's classroom? I couldn't believe why people were hating their own people and their own country so much. Think about it. She said that her collegiate curriculum of censored speech in the name of safe spaces and instilled hatred of white Americans reminded her of North Korean American bastard indoctrination. This is what she heard, what she heard in North Korea. She's hearing now. Guys, we say this to you, and I know that some people just, they, they don't pay any attention to this kind of thing. But like last week, we talked over and over again about the Chinese defector who said the same thing. You are walking into communism. 
you're headed that way right here in the United States. She defected. She lives here. She was talking about critical race theory. She said, you're doing the same thing that, that, that Mao did in 1966. I was there. I lived through Mao's murderous regime of about of approximately 200 million people. That was in 1966. She said, you're doing it. You're doing the exact same thing Mao did here in the United States. I'm seeing it. I'm living it all over again. And now you've got this girl from North Korea saying that. She said, my enemy used to be Kim Jong-un. I have been on Kim Jong-un's killing list of people for many years because I spoke out and my original family got punished. But now, ironically enough, so many Marxists and communists Maoists and Leninists are now sending me death threats, calling the U.S. Council, cancel culture an irony. She said that she's afraid to speak her mind in public, especially on campus, because of the cancel culture. She says, I crossed the Gobi Desert to be free, and now I thought I lived in a country where I could say what I believe and have my freedom to think. However, now I have to constantly censor my speech because, in the name of a safe space, I can't speak out. I can't say what I'm actually thinking. She said, Columbia has told us what we can talk about, and I'm so con- concerned because if America's not free, nowhere else is left that is free. Nowhere. Where are you going to go? If this thing falls apart, where are you going to go? She said, that's why it's super alarming to me. This is it, man. Why do you think all those people are trying to get here and they swim across a river and they drown and they die in the deserts and whatever you're trying to get here? Because we're it as far as freedom. And the liberal leftist Democrats in America are taking that freedom away. They are transforming us into a communist nation. And communist people from communist nations are coming here and telling us that. How many more warnings? These are prophets sent by God, I believe. These are prophets sent by God himself to warn the American people. Listen, pay attention. She recalled that North Korea has as many as 50 different social classes that divide by minutia, inconsequential. And one's great-great-grandfather did, may or may not have pleased the Kim regime or other entity. So you're held accountable for what your great-great-grandfather did or didn't do. Does that not sound familiar, how every white guy is now blamed for slavery? Every white person in this country is blamed for slavery? Well, that's exactly what they do in communist countries. That's exactly what she says they do in North Korea. That Kim Jong-un, he blames you for what your great-great-grandfather did. And he kills people for that. And we don't kill people for that yet, yet, yet. She said, I expected that I was paying this fortune all this time and energy to learn how to think at Columbia. But they're forcing you to think the way they want you to think. She's not getting a liberal arts education at Columbia. She's paying all this money. She thought because she was going to learn how to think. No, they're telling her what to think. She said, I realized, wow, this is insane. I thought America was different. But I saw so many similarities to what I saw in North Korea that I started worrying. Those similarities include anti-Western sentiment. It's everywhere. Collective guilt. It's everywhere. Suffocating political correctness. It's everywhere. She saw these red flags immediately when she got to the school during her orientation. She was scolded by a university staff member for admitting that she enjoyed classic literature such as Jane Austen. 
She said, I, I love those books. I thought it was a good thing. And she said, did you know that those writers had a colonial mindset and they were white people? That's what the people at Columbia told her. They're telling our students the same thing, guys, the same thing. She said they were racists and bigots, and they're subconsciously brainwashing you. That's what the, the professors at Columbia are teaching her. She, she said this is the same thing we learned in Korea, in North Korea. And she said it got worse from there. Every one of her classes at, at, at Columbia infected what she said as anti-American propaganda reminiscent of what she had grown up with in North Korea. American bastard was one word for North Koreans that she was taught growing up, American bastard. But she hears the same thing in Colombia, that Americans are bastards. The, the, the same hate that she heard in North Korea, she hears here. Worse, she says. She says the math problems would say there are four American bastards. You kill two of them. How many American bastards are left to kill? That was in North Korea. She says she's so shocked and confused by issues surrounding gender and language. Every class is asking students to announce their preferred pronouns. She said, English is my third language. I learned it as an adult. I sometimes still say he or she by mistake, and they jump on me for saying he or she. She says, chaos. This is the regression of civilization. You're going backwards. You're going toward North Korea. Even North Korea is not this nuts. North Korea was pretty crazy, but it's not this crazy, she said. After getting into a number of arguments with professors and students, eventually she learned that she just needed to keep her mouth shut and not say anything. Don't say anything. That's the safest course. Keep your mouth shut so you can graduate and get on with life. She said, I've seen the oppression. I know what it looks like. Back at the age of 13, she had witnessed people drop dead of starvation. These kids keep saying here how they're oppressed and how much injustices they've experienced. They don't know how hard it is to be free. I literally crossed through the middle of the Gobi Desert to be free, but what I did was nothing. So many people fought harder than me to make it. The people here are just dying to give their right. Listen, you've heard me say this. The people here in America are just dying to give their rights and their power to the government. She said, that's what scares me the most. Over there, the government takes it by power. They shoot people in the head who don't acquiesce their power. Here, people are willingly giving their power and their rights to the government. She accused the American Higher Education Institution of stripping people's ability to think critically. In North Korea, I literally believe that my dear leader, Kim Jong-un, was starving. He's the fattest guy. How can anyone believe that he's starving? And that's what's happening in America. People see things that they've just completely lost the ability to think for themselves. They're told from the government what to think. They can't even think for themselves anymore in North Korea. And she said, we're headed that way. North Koreans don't have internet. We don't have access to any of these great thinkers. We don't know anything. But here, while having everything, people choose to be brainwashed. And they're denying it, but they're choosing to be brainwashed here. In North Korea, at least they have an excuse. They can't get on the internet and research for themselves. Here, you can research for yourself, and you're not. You're choosing to be brainwashed. She said she came to America with high hopes and expectations. You guys have lost common sense to a degree that as I and North Korean cannot even comprehend. Where do we go from here? There is no rule of law, no morality. Nothing is good or bad anymore. It's complete chaos. 
I guess what's the, that's what they want, to destroy every single thing and rebuild it into a communist paradise, which is exactly what I've told you for years now they are doing, and they are on the march and doing it. And now in two weeks' time, you have two folks, one defecting from communist China, another defecting from communist North Korea, telling you the same thing. What they see happening here in the United States is we're headed down that road. And we priority you. Today's Pledge of Allegiance, powered by Stevens Roofing. And it's Roland. Go right ahead, Roland. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. I keep forgetting I'm president. Yeah, <laughs> I wish we could. It's uh, 556. Trey Ware here, KTSA Morning News. Um, so you're going to want to hear the pledge next hour at 650. Just take it from, from me. I know who it is already. Okay. All right, and I can't. I'm, just, I'm not gonna tell you. Just, you look ahead. Six fifty. All right. You just gotta hear who it is. It'll be a surprise. Okay. It'll be a surprise. And it's okay. a cool surprise, and I like it. And I like surprises. But you're gonna be. Oh, Chris knows too. Chris and I are in on the surprise. Right. Okay. Does so, Elaine know? Nope. Wow, you got one by Elaine. I can't even believe that. She'll know by six fifty. The son of a gun. <laughs> she'll pull my fingernails out. Yeah. She'll waterboard me. <laughs> she really will. <laughs> In fact, next time I go to the bathroom, I'm not walking through her office. I'm going to walk the other way around. Yeah, come around this way. I'm going yeah. to. Detroit pitcher, uh, Detroit Tigers pitcher Bo Burrows. Did you hear about this guy? Poor guy. Been busting his butt to make it to the majors. Gets to the majors. They're paying the, playing the White Sox. He gets out to the mound. And, I, you know, this is your dream ever since you're a little boy to make it to the majors and to pitch, right? Walks out of the mound and pukes. Just throws up everywhere. <laughs> Bends over. Man, I can't say I blame him. He hurls. No. I mean, it's yeah, I would. Right. I guarantee I would. Yeah. And he just everywhere. And the trainers come out. They pulled him. They yanked him. Oh, no. And then they bounced him back down the minors, man. Oh, no. For puking on the mound. Yeah. Come on. No, I'm not, I'm not making you, it up. Maybe if he had a touch of food poisoning well, or something. something you, know? you know? I mean, you know, give me a break. Give the guy a chance, man. Right. He's just a little bit nervous. But, yeah, they bounced him back down the minors. Okay, coming back in just a couple of seconds, we got an update on that Austin mass shooting. A mass coming up. Guarantee. More than four decades and two Hall of Fames later, Trey Ware is still waking up Texas. Oh, it informs me, totally. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Awesome talk in the morning. Now on FM 1071. I'm going to get in trouble with my, my staff. Yeah, go ahead, but I pretend that you didn't answer you. No, no. On the world stage, that's your president. On the world stage. I'm going to get in trouble with my staff, but uh, I'm going to pretend that you didn't talk to me and I didn't talk to you. And I don't even know where I am. Yeah, yeah well, it's like when Don said a minute ago that, you know, the president is considering the NATO trip a success, how would he know? <laughs> Come on, how would Biden know? Seriously. He doesn't even know where he is. I keep forgetting I'm president. Yeah, I know you do. He said that too. I keep forgetting I'm president. Hey. Well, actually, according to AMLO out of Mexico, it's Kamala Harris because he called her president the whole time she was down there. We know you're not the president, Joe. We know you're a figurehead and that he slept through most of these meetings. You hear what he did with the press? I'll tell you in a couple of seconds. First of all, they caught another uh, Trey Ware here, KTSA, with Chris and Don and Lane and Frank. And they caught another one of these suspects in that shooting up in uh, Austin from Friday night. 17-year-old Jeremiah Roshan Leland James Taub. 
whatever happened to names like Bill Smith? I mean, come on, Frank, Frank Foe. <laughs> can we have a? Can we just have a name? Seventeen-year-old Jeremiah Rashawn Leland James Taub taken into custody Monday. Uh, oh boy, I have no control over the headset here. Uh, in Colleen, the first suspect arrested in connection with the mass shooting taken into custody on Sunday. So. These are the fun times that we're having here with these guys uh, that um, they don't want to tell us who they are and they don't want to give descriptions of who they are uh, because they're black, apparently, or one of them is. And when they first gave the first description, he was black. And then they suddenly said, well, we can't give out that description because it perpetuates stereotypes. Oh, no, we wouldn't want to do that. I mean, you know, we could sure use your help in finding this guy, and we could sure use your help in telling others to stay away from this guy, but we're not going to put out the information because he's black, and that perpetuates stereotypes. This is where, and, and I don't call it journalism anymore. This is where where the smut peddlers are. And that's all they're doing, propagandists. In these papers, uh, on the television networks, television stations, that's all they are, man. They're just propagandists who are leading us into our own destruction by doing this. All right, so Biden is accused of violating royal protocol during his visit with the Queen. What did he do? It's something he didn't do. He didn't take off the aviators. And they're saying, sir, please remove the aviators. He said, the what? The what? And then he trashed Donald Trump while he was over there. Watched the speech yesterday. He spent the entire speech trashing Donald Trump talking about how great Vladimir Putin is and talking about how bad we are <laughs> and how bad Donald Trump is and how bad it is if we believe America first and Donald Trump's faux populism and all that kind of stuff. I don't know what it is about he and Obama. Obama did the same thing when he traveled around the world. He trashed his own country, talked down his own country, and said we were awful. But how great Vladimir Putin is. I mean, he's so smart. He's so sharp. He's a smart, tactical thinker. He really is smart. But back there in the United States, man, we've got a bunch of old rubes back there. Really? Yeah. I'm serious, man. Serious. Uh, frustrated U.S. reporters from mainstream media, meaning like CBS, Washington Post, and CNN and others were upset with Joe Biden yesterday because he met with Erdogan from Turkey and uh, did it behind closed doors and only allowed the Turkish press in and made the American press sit outside for two hours. So they were having to read the tweets of what was being said. Chuck Schumer, Democrat leader of the Senate uses the word retarded in reference to developmentally disabled children during a podcast yesterday. He said, quote, when I was first an assemblyman, they wanted to build a congregate living place for retarded children. The whole neighborhood was against it. These are homeless kids, he said. In quote, his uh, group issued an apology a little bit later on. Well, Chuck, Chuck didn't know that that term was out of date, and it wasn't a problem there, so... Mm. Um, this reporter that went off on live TV, I don't know if you have that handy, Chris, where we can roll a little bit of that, but she was doing a, a live shot for a Fox. It's Fox 26, so it's not here, but it is in Texas. And she was uh, just about to do a live shot on the heat and what people are doing to cope with the heat, one of, one of those kind of lifestyle pieces. So the anchor throws it to her, and here's what she said. Thanks, guys. That's right. Before we get to that story, I want to let you, the viewers, know that Fox Corp has been muzzling me to keep certain information from you, the viewers. And from what I'm gathering, I am not the only reporter. 
being too subjected to this, I am going to be releasing some recordings about what goes on behind the scenes at Fox because it applies to you, the viewers. I found a nonprofit journalism group called Project Veritas. It's going to put that out tomorrow, so tune into them. But as for this heat wave across Texas, you can see what it's doing to AC. There it is. There, and there she goes right in the heat wave story. And Veritas did uh, verify her story and said that today, because this was yesterday, today they will be publishing that information. I don't know. Uh, have you been following Boatgate? You know, the sheriff, uh, boat, wants a boat. Uh, Trista Berry, county commissioner down at the court, said, um, I don't know that you need a boat. Uh, come back and tell us why. In the meanwhile, Black Rifle Coffee Company, they step up with thirty-two grand to buy the boat for the sheriff's department. Things get crazy online as, I mean, you know, that's a surprise, right? <laughs> Who would imagine that things would get crazy online? Nobody ever gets crazy online, do they? And started to say some inflammatory things about the commissioner. And, um, and you know, so yesterday Nelson Wolf steps up and says, because they were doing that online to the uh, commissioner and they were being very sexist about her, um, I'm going to cancel that 32000 from Black Rifle Coffee Company and we'll do it ourselves as long as you come in here and explain to us why you need it and how you're going to pay for it and how you're going to take care of it and so on. She's going to join us in the next segment right after the break here and we're going to uh, flesh this out i think after talk i think i have a little bit different take on this i'm kind of smelling some politics being played here more than just uh you know thirty-two thousand over a boat and what some people say online but we'll see we'll talk with her about it with uh, trish DeBerry. she's coming up next here on ktsa i want to tell you about my friends over at lifestyles unlimited though and i want you to know about the world's largest wealth and passive income expo that's coming up September 3rd and 4th in Irving, Texas. Mark your calendars. You need to be there for this, okay? This is your opportunity to connect with successful investors and industry experts. You'll learn how to become real estate retired at any age. I don't care if you're 65 or if you're 22. It doesn't matter. In fact, I know somebody right now who's 16 who is thinking about her future, and she's talking about investing in real estate. Okay, it doesn't matter what age you are at Lifestyles Unlimited with the world's largest wealth and passive income expo, September 3rd and 4th in Irving, Texas. You're going to meet face to face with investors who did it, investors who started with nothing. And now they're multimillionaires and retired. And these folks have set themselves up with income for life. Now, this is not some sort of multi-level marketing thing or get rich quick scheme or something. No, that's not what this is. You got to work it. You have to work, okay? This is a business opportunity for you. But if you work this, you can make it work not only for you, but your kids and your grandkids and the future. I want you to be there, all right? So here's what I want you to do. Go to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Enter my name, Trey, T-R-E-Y. That's your promo code for discounts. That's wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Promo code Trey, T-R-E-Y for the discounts, and we will see you there in September. AccuWeather for the next three days. Going to be uh, mostly sunny, highs in the mid-90s, so it's going to be really warm. Uh, right now, it is 75. Had an accident at Watson Lane at I-35, and, man, stuff is moving super. Yeah, he, he had called him a killer, and so the, the, the reporter asked me, I say, do you still call him a killer? And now that he's about to meet him face-to-face, he's laughing about it. Oh, yeah. 
618 now, Trey Ware, KTSA. Um, that's uh, Duran Duran. 40 years ago today, their first album came out, which is to me it's just shocking that it was 40 years ago. We, we talk all the time about how fast time flies, and the longer you <laughs> exist on this planet, it continues to move faster. You know what I'm saying? It does, right. It just compresses. Where you're 18, it just takes forever, right? And things, I remember being 18 and things, I couldn't get there fast enough. I was like, let's go, 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 rush, rush. And now it's like, slow everything down. (laughs) I played those guys 40 years ago on the radio. Are you kidding me? Wow. I was thinking about that the other day because Ronald Bandy put up a picture of his dad with Joe Stampley. And uh, oh, soul song, Joe Stamper. Oh, oh, yeah. There you go. That's that's prior, right? Mo Bandy. That's when he. That's it's before seventy like two. Yes, 71? sir. Seventy one. Oh, yeah, he and uh, Donna Fargo had a big hit, "Funny Face" that year. Yes, man. Huh? What's that? Six twenty five on. Okay, six twenty five on Trish. We're just we're waiting on Trish, and it'll be a, a few minutes. So, uh, Trish DeBerry, the commissioner. Uh, yeah. So he put up a picture, and I remember playing them when they got together and k-buck in 74 75 <laughs> 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 Woo! i'll take you back I'll take you back a little, a little way yeah sean posted yesterday he's got a second generation listening to him now people who were kids in the car now are in their 20s listening to him right. I, I probably have 10th generation <laughs> at this yeah, but, point but that happens though when you've been at a place for a long time right you know in this business you know the the place I was at before here, I was there for eleven years. Yeah, there you go. And then you, you know, on my last day, I actually got a phone call from a, a young guy named Scott who said he'd been listening to me since he was in the first grade. I have it all time. And, and he was he was graduating, you know, that that summer, the spring. So, I, isn't that really cool? And yeah. I have that happen all the time. It's crazy. You know, or yeah. you played a dance I was at when I was elementary school, and, <laughs> and they're full grown with kids. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, and I'm not old. It's just I started so right. young. You know, yeah. my, my first real show, my show, was when I was ten. It's it's fun when you get the the message on Facebook. Remember when you DJ'd our, our senior prom? Uh, yeah, well now we're having our thirtieth reunion. No, so, no, it's yeah. worse than that. Now can you play for us over at the old folks' home? Yeah, really, right? <laughs> yeah, just, sure. Just play it loud. Oh, great, thanks a lot. Appreciate yeah. it. That's right. We'll play it really loud. Yeah. All right, six twenty now. KTS eight. Let me tell you about a couple of other stories real quick, and we'll get to Trish DeBerry in here, and we'll talk about the boat gate thing. Recent study conducted by the world-renowned Cleveland Clinic. Good folks up there found that survivors of the Chinese coronavirus are now showing lasting immunity against the virus. Those who have previously been infected with it are unlikely to benefit from a vaccine. The reason the Cleveland Clinic did this uh, research was to free up more vaccine for people who have not been infected with it. And they are finding, according to this report today, Cleveland Clinic saying that uh, after five months of the study, the coronavirus did not occur in anyone who actually had it before. And so... Uh, if you didn't have it before, or you had it before, they're saying you're pretty well taken care of. Now, I, I have had, I can't tell, and it's, I, I don't know why it's happening right now, uh, but I've had in the past few weeks several people who have reached out to me who had the vaccine fully vaccinated for months and months, and they got it. And it was not bad. It wasn't like they had a you know super bad case of it. They lost their taste and their smell and that kind of stuff. And But still, they, they were able to catch it even after being vaccinated for so many months. So uh, there's a lot still we don't know about this and how it's all going to work and play out. But I, I got to say, for people who are doubting the vaccines, that's, that's, that's up to you. You know, I don't ever tell anybody what they should or shouldn't put into their body. That's, that's your body. You do you. As long as you doing you doesn't affect me, then I'm okay. 
But there's got to be something positive that's going on with it because we now see everything opening up and we now see lower rates of infection and we now see people who are getting over it much easier and all those kinds of things. We're, we're seeing a positive turn and it has nothing to do with masks because everybody's taking their mask off. We tried the mask thing and that didn't work, you know. So it's, a, a, I think, a combination of this thing running its course through a lot of people and also the vac- vaccination. I think that that's uh, what we're seeing as a positive thing that's going on. And the more people that open up, the more communities that open up, like I told you earlier, California is opening up today. Newsom is getting rid of the mask and the social distancing today, which, you know, that, that's, the, that, that's the most communist state that we have in the United States. I mean, they're almost full-bore socialists out there, and uh, he's, he's taking all that stuff down. And, and as Don put it out, rightly, he's got political motivations for doing it, but I don't really care what his motivations are. He's doing it. He's getting rid of he's doing the, He's doing the right thing today by getting rid of masks and social distancing, and, and conditions will improve. The only thing that saddens me about this is I think conditions would have proved improved months ago had we gone open months ago. And for those who are hanging on to the mask and those who are hanging on to social distancing, the only thing I can say is 100%, baby, open up, 100%, let's go. And the more we open up 100%, the better things are going to get, not worse. They're not going to get worse. The better things are going to get. And the reason for that is that's how we're built biologically as human beings to rebound against disease like this. We have never, ever, ever locked down a population. We have never, ever told everybody to put masks on, to go hide from each other. Never have. And we've come through these things. Did we have death? Yes. Did we have sickness? Absolutely in the past. But we've never told healthy people to quarantine and wear a face covering, ever. We didn't do that. What we said was live your life if you are sick or you might be one of those that could be sick because of a transplant or something like that. You stay home. And and the rest of us are going to take care of business for you. That's what we've always said in the past, and that's the way we need to handle these things in the future. This was political. Last year, I'm 100% convinced this was political from the start to the end. They weaponized it. They used it as a political hammer. And here's where we are today, opening up and things are getting better. Phillips has issued a recall for select sleep apnea machines and ventilators over concerns that the foam comes apart you may end up with cancer. So uh, check with Philips. If you have a Philips sleep apnea machine, check with them and see if uh, yours is on the list. All right, let's go to the phones. 625, the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline is where Commissioner Trish DeBerry is joining me now to talk about Boatgate. Trish, good morning, Commissioner. <laughs> good morning, Seth. How are you? I'm great. Of all the things that I thought we'd be talking about, I didn't think this would be one of them. But here we are. Give us, give us your perspective on this, Commissioner. Uh, well, listen, this was never singularly about the boat. This was really about what is the long-term impact to the taxpayer. I never said no to the boat. I said bring it back in a couple of weeks. And look, come brief the commissioners, come brief myself. You know, who's going to be responsible for the long-term maintenance of the boat? Who's going to be responsible for the liability? If you're going to develop a marine unit, does that mean you're going to take officers off the street? I mean, we didn't have any of those questions answered. And so that was on April the 6th to date. Uh, He still has not come to either myself or any of my colleagues and answered any of those questions. You know, and here's the other problem that I've got. We are tracking towards $14 million in overtime at the jail. We have a record number of lawsuits that are being filed against the county. In fact, we settled one two weeks ago 
for a record amount involving the death of a six-year-old child. We also had deputies that are being arrested right and left for abusive behavior. This was really more about you need to get your house in order from a priority standpoint. And when that is taken care of, then we can talk about a vote because, in my opinion, this is a nice to have right now, but it's not a need to have. You know, that that would sound like it is to me. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where they do have lakes that they need to be on top of and occasionally we'll have high water rescue situations where they need to uh, be inserted and all that. But it's not too much to ask that there be an explanation as to the why. And I paid close attention when it happened, Trish, and I didn't hear you say no. What I heard you say was, I just want to have a better explanation as to the why and how are we going to keep the thing up? Because once you own it, you got to store it and you got you got to maintain it. Well, exactly. You probably know this as well as I do, Trey. What is the old habits? The two best days of a boat owner's life <laughs> is the first day they purchase it and the last day they sell it because it's a high-maintenance product. And so, like I said, this was really about, hey, you know, everybody else, whoever is on the agenda, comes and briefs commissioners so we can ask our questions. We typically have a very good dialogue. I don't really understand yeah, why the sheriff thinks he's not accountable to anybody. Okay. And really, not even the taxpayer, because this is a taxpayer issue. Okay. Regardless of the fact, right. it is going through his foundation. Now, let me ask you about Black Rifle. They get involved, and they come up with the thirty-two grand. Now, I don't know these guys personally, but I do know people who know them at Black Rifle, and I hear they're really upstanding, good uh, quality people, and nice folks, and they got a heck of a business and all that. So they get involved and they, they, they donate the 32000 And then people start saying things online. What happens there? Uh, well, it wasn't the best of weeks. Uh, and look, here's my, my opinion regarding Black Rifle. I have been a big supporter of Black Rifle Coffee. I have bought coffee there. Yeah. I have T-shirts. I wore one on Memorial Day because, you know, I have a father who's retired Air Force. I have a stepfather who's retired in the Navy. I am incredibly supportive of the military, of a veteran-owned business, of law enforcement. You know, I just don't think, unfortunately, I don't blame Black Rifle Coffee. I blame the sheriff for not giving them any context, you know, regarding why I was not in favor of supporting the boat at that meeting. I don't think they had any information. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, I am happy. In fact, I'm going to reach out to them to be able to sit down with them. You know, look, trolls are going to be trolls. Right. You know, unfortunately, in politics today, this is what this is about. And so you try to ignore it. But I'll be honest with you, Trey. When I talked last night about the fact that it was vile, it was offensive, you know, it was harassing, it was threatening, not only to myself but to my children, mm. this is language that you would not want your wife or your child to see. Mm. I mean, expletives right and left and, you know, coming in from all over the country, um, which I really thought was, you know, unfortunate and really uncalled for. But I'll tell you uh, exactly what I said last night. I'm not going to be silenced, and I'm not going to be harassed ever when I'm asking questions that I believe are in the best interest of the taxpayer. Okay. Uh, were, were there any threats made, like anything that would be actionable in terms of threats? Well, the DA's office is taking a look at it. I will tell you, it wasn't you know, we're going to kill you, or those kinds of threats. But it definitely was, we're coming after you. You better watch your back. I mean, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's just it's unnecessary because, for God's sake, Trey, this is about a boat. I never thought it would come to this. Right, 
Right, yeah. So uh, what resolves this? What makes all this better? Uh, it's a very good question. Uh, you know, um, uh, I would like uh, the sheriff, I think he has me an apology. Um, I think, you know, he really needs to give some better context to Black Rifle Coffee uh, regarding the contribution. Um, I think it's going to be very difficult for myself or any of the commissioners of court uh, to vote in favor of it, even if he brings it back, because it has gotten to this level. Um, he wants, the sheriff wants to say that he knew nothing about this until yesterday. Mm. That is not the case. Uh, my chief of staff talked to his office on Friday when they found out about the harassing text. You know, his chief of staff has said, hey, you know, do you need anything? What can we do for you? Um, and I said, you know, we've already taken this to the DA's office. So for the sheriff to say yesterday he didn't know anything about this, uh, it's just a bald-faced lie. He knew about this before the weekend. I never heard from him. Okay. All right. Um, there's a uh, meeting today. I understand it's not on the agenda for, for commissioner's court today. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. Could that change at the last minute? I mean, if the sheriff said he wants to come over and, and visit and talk about this, is that something that could be added at the last minute? It's typically not something that can be added at the last minute, Trey, just because of, you know, when we post the agenda and Robert's rules of order, um, you know, but I understand my feeling is I believe he's going to bring it back in mid-July. So, you know, I'm thinking this will come back. I'm hopeful. You know, the sheriff decides he's going to change his mind, and he's going to give me the one-on-one -on -one opportunity to be able to ask you know, my questions uh, relative to the vote. And here's the other deal, Trey. There, to your point, yes, there are waterways that have to be traversed. There's only one, really, you know, that's outside the county, and that is Calaveras Lake. SAPD and parks have five boats. Emergency service districts, which represent the county in a fire capacity, have life-saving rescue equipment. The Bear County Constable in Precinct 1 stores two jet skis at Calaveras Lake. So there is plenty of opportunity, you know, without having to purchase this boat to be able to do what he wants to be able to do. He also can't use this kind of boat that he's talking about in high-water rescues. Mm. He will get swept away. That's why you use a fire truck or a ladder truck to go into high-water rescues. Well, I wonder what do you want this this kind of boat for then? I, I, immediately, I thought about high water rescue, but if it's not applicable to the high water rescue, what would he need it for? Good question. Okay. Well, that's that will be the one, and we did uh, ask him to be on today. He's fishing. Uh, no, he's not. Okay. <laughs> we, 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 we were told he was, but he's not actually. So he is. He he could not make it today, nor uh, could Black okay. Rifle, Rifle Coffee. We wanted to have them on as well. So, Trista Berry, thank okay. you so much, Commissioner. It's great to have you on right, this morning. Right. We'll talk right, again very you. soon. Thanks so much. Okay, Thanks. talk to you Bye. soon. Great to have her on this morning. Okay, so we're just trying to get the context, trying to get some detail. I'm way behind on time. Thanks, Don. Appreciate that. We'll clean it up right now. I want to tell you about CarZeus at CarZeus.com. CarZeus.com. I want you to know about CarZeus and the way that they can buy your vehicle and do it right away. If you're looking to get out from underneath it right away, they can make that happen for you. 
Uh, but if you need some more time, you can get a free, no obligation offer from them, and then you're not on the hook for anything. Okay, you get the offer, you take a look at it. If you like the offer, then you go ahead and accept it. They will bring you a check and pick the car up, or you can go to them. They're at Vance Jackson Four Ten, whatever works for you. Bottom line is, they don't have anything to sell, so you're not going to get any pressure. There's nobody under commission that's got to sell, sell, sell. You're the seller; they're the buyer at Car Zeus. It's the easiest way to sell your car you've ever seen in your life. And you can get a free, no obligation offer today. Call in a couple of weeks. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, 642 now at KTSA. How about that ERCOT, huh? Huh? How about that ERCOT? Yeah. Did you get that notice yesterday? Raise your thermostat up to 78. Unplug everything in the house. Turn the lights off. Sit in a dark house without... What? Don't wash clothes. That's right. Don't wash clothes. Can't wash any clothes. Uh, Turn off your pool. Don't have your pool functioning. In other words, sit in a hot box all afternoon. Or else, we're going to turn your power off. Now... I've been telling you that for 20 years, that this is coming because they got stupid and they spent all this money on these green energy things. Now, look, I'm not opposed to solar panels. I think windmills are kind of stupid out there because they're bird killers. <laughs> that's, what, that's all they are. And you got to use oil to lubricate them. What goes between metal to lubricate it? Think about your car engine. <laughs> so they're using oil to lubricate <laughs> on a windmill. Woo, that saves it. That fixes your problem. But solar panels, okay, the problem with solar panels, they don't have storage capacity. They don't have battery size. They don't have a way to store the power. And that's what happened to us in February, and I've been telling you for 20 years that that's what's going to happen to you on a summer afternoon. And guess what? We're there. We have become California. We are it. We're California. Uh, and I'm telling you that they're, they're just, this is the warm-up phase, guys. What you got yesterday, turn it up to 78. And then they were asked, well, uh, why do we have 11,000 uh, megawatt hours offline? Why do you have all that power offline? We don't know. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You don't know why you are 11,000 megawatt hours short every day? Well, it's offline, and uh, we're not sure why. Okay. <laughs> somebody's BSing somebody and I ain't BSing you so it's got to be flowing toward me because of course you know why you know exactly why and I'm calling your hand on it I'm calling that's why I said Paula Goldwave should have been fired a long time ago but these people that decided we were going to go all green is hurting people well people died back in February and I guarantee you one other thing you don't think people can die in a hot box in July and August try it try it if they start shutting the power off around here in july and august people again will die and particularly old people will die old people are the ones who are going to turn i'm, I'm telling you a 22 year olds not going to turn a, turn an ac up to 78 or 80 degrees and unplug everything they're going to have everything that they want it'll be the old folk who turn the power up to 78 or 80 degrees and sit in a hot box in the afternoon and do their part and end up dying that's why we always say, you know what, go check on the elderly. Super hot. Go check on them. Make sure they got what they need and that they're cool. And if, they, if they're not, take them to your house and cool them off, something like that. But you know, this is just, uh, and, 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 and uh, you know, 
the the blame can go around. I know city leaders want to blame ERCOT because they want to control the power. I know. But, you know, I think the blame can be spread around from Paula Gold Williams at CPS to the folks at ERCOT to some of the folks in the ledge and, of course, every soul who has pushed this green energy crap before and over supplying what we need. You take care of the needs of Texans, and then you can talk about green energy all day long until you're blue in the face. But until you can take care of Texans, I don't want to hear a word about a windmill or a, or a, a solar panel. Not a word. Not a word. Make sure that people are not dying in hot homes or freezing to death in the refrigerator in a deep freeze in their house in the winter. But we can't get it together. We have become just like California. Just like California. And here's why I'm a little bit fired about this. It's so frustrating for me because I've been talking about it for 20 years here on the air. Over and over and over again, I've been saying this day was coming, and guess what? It's here. It is here. Matt Spawn, Spawn Law, is here to take care of all of your needs when it comes to estate planning. Don't even, don't even try to do this yourself. I'm going to tell you right now, you need a great pro like my friend Matt Spawn at the Spawn Law Firm, and he can work on this for you and make it happen. A lot of times, if you have just a will... Well, it's challenged. It can be challenged by anybody at any time. A simple will can be challenged by anybody anytime. And you would be amazed, or maybe you wouldn't be. Maybe you've seen it. I have. Maybe you'd be amazed at how many wills are challenged by family members. Well, Daddy said I could have it. Well, Uncle Charlie said I could have it. You know, and all the fighting starts. Well, if you get with Matt Spawn now and have him set up a trust for you, you ain't got to worry about that. That's done, and nobody can challenge your wishes and your dreams when it's all in a trust that Matt Spawn can set up, and he's the guy to do it for you. He's the best anywhere in the state of Texas. S-P-A-H-N, Matt Spawn, Spawn Law, 210-8. Courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Joe, pay attention. All right, so up there at 35 North, no, yeah, 40 years ago today when they made their splash on the scene 40 years ago. Chris is up there saying I, I was too. <laughs> is it too early for a butt kicking? Does that have to wait till noon, or can we just do that now? Or No, it's not. It's never too early? Okay, good, because I've been up since midnight, so I'm I'm primed and ready. I don't, oh, see, I don't, yeah, I don't need a request. Prime butt-kicking time for Trey Ware. <laughs> That's right. right. See, this is like 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon for most of you folks. That's true. So I'm ready to go. Right. Let's get ready. Let's get ready. Let's go. Come on. Let's go, Chris. Come on. Let's make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Just put me on an airplane. I'm waiting. I, I want the guy up front to tell me. <laughs> to turn you loose, right? This is a great yeah. story. I'm loving this story. Did y'all hear this story? Okay, so they had an unruly passenger, which is a problem these days, right? They've taken the alcohol away from people. They thought by taking alcohol away it was going to stop this, but it made, people are a little tense on the airplane. And, uh, that I mean, the opposite effect is happening. So uh, apparently an off-duty on a Delta, an off-duty flight attendant gets up and runs to the front of the cabin and grabs the speaker thing. Hey, I want you to... Your oxygen masks are about to fall down. I'm going to push the button. Y'all put it on. <laughs> you know? And so captain had about 30 seconds of that, and that was a bit too much for the captain. Right. So you know how captains talk, right? They sure. never get upset. They never freak out. Because if the captain's freaked out, you're in trouble. Right? Right. So 
No panic. No panic ever. So he comes on and goes, I need all strong males to come up front and kick this guy's butt. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what's happened. I need all you able-bodied strong men to come up front and kick this guy's rear end. And they did. Right. Like four or five of them run to the front, and uh, you heard, this guy, you, right? yeah, you heard yeah. slap, slap, knock, knock. Well, I mean, come on, the captain gave you an okay. So yeah. what else do you need? Well, right. I mean, at that point, have you two essentially been deputized? You have been. Yeah, that's that's a great point because that is his ship. He is the commander of that ship. He what happens on there, he says. Anything he says goes. So he said, "Come up front, subdue this guy, do whatever you got to do," and they did. Um, since 9-11, I have chosen to be in the first rows in the aisle for that reason. Mm-hmm. That's why I You're do just it. waiting for your opportunity. Right, right, right. right. I, I don't look down, you know, I'm not ignoring people. I look right at you. I make eye contact with you when you walk on. Yeah. Yeah, there was like a 15-year-old the other day. I got you. Well, you, <laughs> you walk on the plane thumbing your nose, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, big yeah. time. I'm like, come on. Come on, where you guys at? Where you at? So uh, anyway, <laughs> Trey gets on the plane, <laughs> grabs a little, grabs the microphone from the flight attendant. Any of you morons want to start in trouble on this flight today? Hey, hey, somebody's got to do it, right? Somebody's got to do it. So uh, I thought it was a great story because the captain was not taking any beef, no. man. He's like, "You guys get up here and take care of this for me, well, will you?" Yeah, you know, I got a plane to fly. Right. What was the guy? Any indication as to what the off-duty flight attendant was saying on no. the no just oh well it's something about seriously it was something about oxygen masks but oh, right, okay. they couldn't make it all out you know yeah. he just got a screw loose for a minute and decided he was going to run up there and grab the mic and he, uh, obviously he knew how to operate it sure so uh and he probably knew how to open the door so it was yeah. a good idea to subdue that dude sure you know he probably knew all those Bring other procedures to that right now right now we're going to stop sure. that and they did it uh jay leno says the tesla is a the plaid the model s uh, yeah, Model S Plaid is an awesome machine. Jay Leno should know. He's got a lot of cars. Oh, he's got like buildings filled with cars. Hundreds yeah. and hundreds of high-performance cars. He said this one, this uh, Tesla Model S, is the fastest car, 200 miles an hour. And you can buy it for 125 grand.